This amazing experience is a place where you too can connect, discover, grow, and leave for God here at Common Bond Church. Welcome to uh, Studying the Bible Together. I am Pastor Joseph Ingram. I'm excited that you've actually joined me today to study God's Word. I always believe that God has a rhema word for you, a word that speaks directly to your heart, directly to my heart, whenever we open up the Scriptures. So that's my prayer for you today as we begin to open up the Scriptures. Today we're going to be focusing on one verse of Scripture, and we're going to be focused on the phrase, the Unanswered Prayer Warehouse. The Unanswered Prayer Warehouse. Uh, this is a, an important word for us because I believe all of us have sometimes not understood and, uh, and, and realized that God desires for us always to receive the prayers that we have requested of him. But sometimes we haven't actually received them. So I want to actually get into the scriptures, hear what actually God says so that we can actually think about why we are not receiving the things that we have asked for from God. So let's get directly into the scriptures. I'm going to be reading John chapter 15, verse 7. And uh, here's the words that it actually says. If you remain in me, and these are the words of Jesus Christ, and my words remain in you. Whatever you desire, you will ask, and it will be yours. And whatever you desire, you will ask, and it actually will be yours. Let me pray for us after we have read that word. Now, dear Lord, thank you so much uh, for our time that we will have in you. Lord, I pray that you begin to speak to our heart, speak to our mind, so that we can clearly understand the things that you desire to say to us. Lord, let these words actually speak to us deeply and clarify things in our mind, in our relationship with you. And Lord, when we begin to experience a greater revelation of you, when we are able to walk out the things that you desire in our life, Lord, let us come back and give you the praise, let us give you the glory, and let us give you the honor in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. I remember one day when actually was placing an order at Amazon, and I was excited to actually receive uh, the product that I was actually looking for. They had it, I ordered it, and then a couple days later, I actually realized that I actually placed the wrong shipping address. And I thought, oh no, because I actually wanted to actually receive this product that I was actually looking forward to receiving. But because the order was already in transit, Amazon said they couldn't help me. I actually needed to actually now contact the carrier and see if they could actually reroute it to my address. Well, I was able to find out that UPS actually had my package and it was actually at this big holding station, a huge warehouse with other packages. So I got in my car, went down there, began to talk to the customer service and actually get everything sorted out. I was able to even pick up the package right there at the warehouse without it actually going to the address that was actually incorrect. And when I actually did all these things, I started to think about this passage that we actually just read because it actually reminded me that oftentimes there are things that are in a warehouse where we don't actually take the initiative 
from God to actually go out and actually receive what actually God has for us. And so sometimes we are just waiting for God to actually send us the things that we are requesting without actually participating and actually receiving what God has for us. So let me break that down by looking at this passage a little more intently and a little bit more in depth so that you can actually be on the same page where I am. And then we'll further clarify what that practically means in your life. As I begin to look at verse seven in John chapter 14, I want to look at two words. Those words are minnow, which means to remain or abide, and also the word rhema, which actually means word, a living word from God. And I want to look at the first word because minnow is a word that actually means that a relationship that is intimate, that is abiding in God is the first desire that Jesus Christ has for his disciples and he actually has for us. And when I think about that word minnow, I'm immediately uh, reminded that minnow means that we are placing our stake in Christ Jesus. And we have decided to go all the way with him. And, and that's the place where we're actually going to focus on. We're not going to dip in and dip out, but we're going to remain in him consistently. It's almost like God is saying that when you are committed to me, and when you are committed to uh, uh, abide in me through the thin times and through the hard times, through every situation, knowing that I will always come through, you know, that's the kind of relationship that I desire for you. That's a very intimate relationship. You know, that's kind of the intimate relationship that a spouse would have with one another, where we begin to say that I will always be with you. I will always be committed to you, no matter the good times or the bad times. And so God actually desires us to be committed to him in that kind of way. He desires us to not just be Christians who actually show up on Sunday and expecting that God is going to answer our prayers because we've now showed up to church. You know, no, God is actually desiring us to be intimate with him every single day, to be abiding with him so that we actually have this vibrant relationship with him. And so that means that we've got to have this intimate daily prayer closet. We've got to come to God on a consistent basis so that we are giving him our heart and he is actually sharing with us the things that he desires. When I also think about the second word that I mentioned, rhema, it's a word that means alive. And it's not just a static word uh, that is found in historical books that we can actually look back to. But rhema actually gives you this impression that God says that I will speak to you daily. You know, I love the fact that we have the Holy Spirit where God actually says that he will be with us. He will be another comforter that actually guides us in every single day of our life. And that's what the rhema word of Jesus Christ is. It's an alive word. It's a word that is kind of like a GPS system that actually allows us to actually know when to go left, when to go right, when barriers are ahead of us, how can we elude them? You know, all the things that are necessary because we won't find everything that we actually need in life in the Bible. Sometimes we need an intimate word from God. That's the rhema word of God that is actually found through the Holy Spirit. So when you take those two things, a vibrant, committed relationship with Jesus Christ that is moving every single day, and also a word that is rhema, that is alive from God, that we are hearing in our life every day. He says, when those two things happen in your life, whatever you desire, if you ask, you actually will receive them. And I want to break down what that means practically for us, but I actually want us to think about that illustration that I gave us before, because I gave us that illustration because oftentimes we actually need to participate in receiving packages. 
You know, we all are now in this age where we receive packages through the mail. But we've also realized that unless we actually tell people our address, unless we actually know the carrier, sometimes we actually won't actually receive that package. It may go to uh, the wrong address or we may have put the wrong address. So we need to have the details. We need to communicate those kind of details to the carrier so that we actually receive them. I want us to think about Jesus Christ in the same kind of way. Because one of the things about Jesus Christ, we have, may have heard in our life that sometimes God answers our prayers three ways, by saying yes, no, and maybe. But we never actually find that in the scripture. That's kind of like folk wisdom. You know, what I mean by that is wisdom that we have experienced relationally and we've actually made that up, but we actually don't find God saying that anywhere in the scriptures. Instead, God says these kind of words in the scriptures that we read in verse seven. He says that whatever you desire, when you ask, you shall actually receive it and it will be yours. You know, those are the words of Jesus Christ. So we must now be able to think about if God is true, maybe something is missing on my end. Maybe there is something that I'm not doing. Maybe my perspective is wrong. Well, I wanted us to be reminded of what Jesus Christ actually says in John chapter 13, verse 6. He says that I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. And I want to use that as a practical illustration because when we receive Christ Jesus as our Lord and Savior and we receive eternal life, he begins to say to us, I am the only way. You know, there's no other way to receive eternal life except by me, meaning that there's only certain things that Jesus Christ can do. And there's only certain ways that Jesus Christ actually brings it in our life. When we receive eternal life, God is saying, you must believe that I actually died, was buried and was actually raised again for the remission of your sins. And when we actually do those things, we actually receive eternal life. You know, God doesn't say that because we are good people, we'll receive eternal life, even though we desire it. God doesn't say that. If we desire eternal life and we actually believe in Buddha for the savior of our sins, we will receive eternal life. Or God doesn't say if we are good people and actually believe in Buddha and then also believe in Islam that we will receive eternal life. No, he doesn't say any of that. He simply says that if you believe that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth and the life, meaning that you believe that he actually died for your sin and that he was buried and he was raised again on the third day, that we shall actually receive eternal life. Now, you should know that as the gospel message, but I actually want to share with you as a practical illustration so that you can see there are specifics where God actually says things must be done my way for you actually to receive my grace for me, actually for you to receive the promises that are in your life. So think about that on a daily basis. You know, think about the things that you are asking for God. Have you actually done it exactly the way that God actually desires for you to receive the things that you are actually desiring? Because sometimes, you know, God is saying, I have a plan. I have wisdom for you. I have a desire for you to actually receive what you are requesting based on the will that I actually have for your life. There's another passage that I quickly want to reference. We won't go there, but I actually want to reference 1 John chapter 4, verse 15 and verse 14. It begins to share with us and clarify that the will of God is also always involved in our prayer requests meaning that we must know exactly how God wants us to receive things so that we can actually experience them in our life. So I want to get super practical with us and actually want to think about maybe a desire you may have, which is a career or how um, to be practical. Maybe you desire to have an increase in income. What God is saying to you and he is saying to us, think about it this way. 
well, I've desired you maybe to actually go and get more education. I've desired for you to work a certain kind of job. So I have a plan and I have an action for you to begin to take these steps. So God is not saying that things will happen just by actually sitting there and believing it will happen. But God says you must take some practical steps in order for that actually to happen in our life. So if it's not God's plan, it's not that he said no or that he said maybe it's it's a it, if we don't actually receive it this way, it's possibly because we actually didn't hear the plan of God correctly. So we'll know soon enough if this was the will of God because we're actually walking through that. And if it's not, we'll actually come back to the drawing board. We'll come back to God in prayer and actually find out his wisdom, his specifics that he actually has for our life. And so I want you to think about like your own life, uh, the things that you are going through and where you have actually not received where God is actually answered your prayer in your mind. Well, I actually want you to think about there are unanswered prayers in the warehouse of God where we have not actually received them from God because we haven't actually followed his instructions to actually receive them. They're just sitting there, you know, waiting for us actually to receive the directions. That's why it's so important that God says that if you remain in me, that you have this committed daily relationship and my words abide in you. Then whatever you desire, you shall ask and it shall be yours. Because God says, before you can actually begin to receive from me, you must be intimate with me. And when you are intimate with God, you actually know that he will speak to your heart and begin to guide you in every area of our life. And sometimes we are distant from God, expecting God to answer our prayers, but he's not a genie. You know, God is the wisest God of all creation. He's a systematic God, meaning that he has created order and he's created ways that he will actually do things. Think about how complex the universe is. Think about the solar system that is involved. God has intricate ways that he has actually weaved all things together for us actually to understand. In the same kind of way, God has an intricate plan for our personal lives. And he desires for us actually to hear the wisdom, to hear the direction that he has for us. And so I want to give us new life today. I want to give us new wisdom to say that whatever you are believing for, for God, it's not uh, unanswered from him. If you have big requests from God, if you have big desires from God, they are truly possible and he is willing and ready to actually say yes to them. But you must actually receive them from God based on the direction and the wisdom that he actually has for your life. And so I pray that this is a life changing word for you today, because I, I don't want you to go away and think that you have prayed something to God and he has actually said no. He's ready to say yes, but you've got to get into that prayer closet. You've got to hear his rhema word. You've got to be committed to him and to go to the pathway he actually desires for your life. So let's read this passage one more time again, and I'm going to tell you one last story. If you remain in me and my words actually remain in you, Whatever you desire, you will ask and it shall be yours. No if and buts about it. God says that it will be yours if you actually remain and abide in him. You know, it's often said that if you ever wanted to find out dreams and if you ever wanted to see the biggest uh, source of dreams and visions in this world, all you've got to do is actually go to the cemetery. Because it's actually a place where people have dreamed great things, have had big visions for their life, but they've actually died. And I'm actually using that illustration because I don't want any of our dreams and any of our visions to actually die today. Because I am believing today 
that God wants you to know that there is a place called the Unanswered Prayer Warehouse of God, a place where you have actually made a request from him, but you have not actually received it yet. And God is just waiting for you and he's waiting for me to actually get into an intimate relationship with him so that he can begin to share with us new guidance, new direction to actually receive those prayer requests. So I pray that this quick word today has been a blessing to you, a word that will actually impact you in a greater way so that you can live a more intimate life in God and so that you can actually be the individual that God actually desires. I'm on that journey with you as we begin to move into God's plan for our personal lives. Let me pray for us as we close. Uh, Dear Lord, thank you so much for this time. Lord, I pray for everyone who has actually heard this word today, uh, that they begin to hear it with new vibrancy and new ways and new revelation to receive all that you desire for us. And Lord, as we begin to take this journey and step of faith, Lord, I pray that you begin to help us to actually move new in you. Lord, let us be able to shut down the things that are uh, interference in our life so that we can have this intimacy to actually hear your word. And I pray all those things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me today. Have a great day. Bye-bye. This amazing experience is a place where you too can connect, discover, grow, and lead for God here at Common Bond Church.